headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host, Jay Blashaw. Ramsey Personality is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Helen is in Atlanta. Hi, Helen. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hi, um, everyone else. Um, I'm calling. Um, I forgot your name. I'm sorry. It's That's okay. all right. Um, okay. But I have I have a question that I'm sure y'all hear a lot. It's a student loan question. I know y'all are like, oh, I'm so sick of student loan. Not no, me. We're, 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 we know you're sick of them, so we're here to help you. What's mm-hmm. up? So I, I'm kind of like in a very deep hole. I'm at the point where I'm very hopeless at this point. I'm trying to figure out how can I handle my student loan debt, which is now at $311,000, which keeps um, growing as each day goes by. My interest rate on that student loan, which is $311,000, is um, some of them are 7%, some are 6.80, and some are 7.60. Are they private? Um, all of them. Are they private or public? They are not private. They're, they're, they're public. All of them with the Department of Education. Okay. Um, What's your degree in? I am so I have three degrees. I have one in um, information technology, one in um, conflict management, which that was a waste of money. Um, and um, I have a law degree. Hmm. Okay. And so what do you make? Um, so right now I'm only making 85K. Doing what? Um, right now I'm doing compliance. Okay. Why? Um uh, because, well, I was um, a staff attorney, um, but I wasn't making a lot of money as a staff attorney because I worked for a nonprofit. Um, I wanted to switch over um, to do more corporate um, type of legal work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I switched over last year um, to to this to try to try something else, mm-hmm. um, and which I did get a pay bump in making this transfer. Um, I am married. I have a child. Um, what does your husband, husband make? Doesn't make? He only makes 50. Okay. How old is your information technology degree? Oh, it's years old. Okay. Um, so you're not up to, you're say, not up to snuff on what's going on right now. Then Not at all. Okay. Not at all. So your best path to it's an income is through your law ago. degree. Exactly. Okay. Can I ask about the, your spouse? He makes 50 K you're yeah. not combining your income. Um, no, we are not because, well, why not? We're not really combining our income because he says my student loan is my student loan. Mm. So he's not contributing to that. Does he have debt? Um, he, he owes about, he has, um, there was a garnishment or whatever. It's not garnishing, but, um, he has a debt about 30, well, more than that. He has a $30,000, um, debt plus he has a car loan. I do not have a car loan. The only debt I have is the house. Hmm. So the house is in your name. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We we got troubles, girlfriend. We have a lot of troubles, and <laughs> the house. Basically, if you add the house and you add the student loan debt, I'm at half a million dollars in debt yeah. at this point. Yeah. That's um right. so, so number one chance you've the only chance you've got to cleaning up his mess and cleaning up your mess is for you guys to join forces and quit acting like your roommates mm-hmm. fighting over whose mayonnaise it is in the dadgum refrigerator. 
Besides that, Boy Child is no money genius. We've proven that already. So it's not like he's sitting over here on some high horse. He's already behind. He's further in debt ratio to his income than you are Mm -hmm. and his income potential. Mm -hmm. So anyway, number one, uh, we need an attitude adjustment in our marriage and learn to get on the same page and work towards things together. Um, And then number two, we're going to have to do something with your law degree that makes you as much money as possible. And it's not what you're doing now. I mean, a law, what, a law degree, you ought to be north of six figures what was coming the, out of the gate. What was the intent when you got that degree? What was the intent? Just collecting degrees like a thermometer. Um, my intent was I always wanted to be an attorney, um, but, but end up. Except for the part when you did conflict management like and the part it. when you did um, yeah. information systems. Yeah. I mean, what's the next step? Yeah. Taking the bar? You got the bar. She's already oh, I've, already t- I've already taken the bar. Yeah. So, staff attorney. So then what, I, I need to understand what's stopping you from. Making double what you're yeah. making. Because the industry is not paying. Well, I'm not going to, I don't want to litigate. Um, that's one thing. I do not want to litigate. Why? Um, so I have to, because I, I've done it for three years and I hated it. Okay. I'm I sorry, you, you, you did it for depression. 30 years. I did it for three years. Oh, three years. Three years. years three as a staff years. attorney. Okay. <laughs> And I hated it, and I was like in depression. The mm-hmm. only, the only option that I saw out of this situation is to work for a nonprofit, which you know that's not going to make that much money at all. Doesn't work. You and need to make some money. Give in ten years. Yeah, you guys both need to make as much money as you can possibly make, because you have a deep, deep hole and a medium-sized to small shovel. And we need to get the size of your shovel up, your income up. And some of the jobs well, that you do. Here, here, if you could, hear if me you out. could make $100,000 more a year, you could be out of this debt in three years. Yeah. Even if you didn't like what you were doing, like litigation for three whole years. If you made if you made $185,000, we'll go do it for three years and exactly. shut up. Exactly. Because it's less depressing dealing with litigation than it is dealing with $311,000 in student loan debt. And that's the mic drop. That's that's Hello? all. Yeah. Is this on? yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still here. I'm not sure it's litigation. I don't care. But you're hiding in these stupid but half paying corporate jobs while you need to go at the tip of the spear and go make some dead gum money for the good of your life. Because you're looking at a mountain, don't know how I'm going to climb it, and you're standing there with a law degree in your hand. So you, it's an income issue. Mm-hmm. You can make it out at 85, but it's going to take you three or four times longer you can make it out without your husband's participation but it's going to take you three or four times longer right. and oh by the way when you do finally get out dumb butt's going to still be in debt over there yeah th- mm-hmm. wh- what we're telling you the the you part of it is just such a small part of this equation because if you're getting up your income think about think about this if you double your income he doubles his un- income you guys attack this thing together you're be, moving quickly, and you're on the same page, and you and have you're the same be wealthy. goals. You'd be wealthy. Well, You'll end up wealthy he, at the end of the story. He can't double his income because he doesn't have any of the education behind him, as well as he's not motivated. Well, well that, that, that's, that's the, the problem. second part, not yeah. the first part. The problem is he's not motivated because I don't care if he doubles his income in his field. I just want him to go out working and bringing in more income. I don't care if he's delivering pizzas. I want him to get after this because you guys together decide that this is what you need to do. It's emotionally debilitating to be doing it by yourself when you're married. So it's very hard. 
But you guys, it is an income-to-debt ratio problem, mathematically. Get your income up so that you can attack this faster and faster and faster and faster. And look at it as a temporary thing. It doesn't have to be a career choice. It's a temporary thing. You need to do something and go make an extra 100 k a year. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. She shall forever be known as everyone else. <laughs> Dave and everyone else. And everyone else. It's like that, a band. It's like the, my co-host, everyone else. <laughs> that's good. We got a lot of input that way. That's right. <laughs> Lots of input. Lots Joshua of people. Joshua <laughs> is in Orlando. Hey, Joshua, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Well, a lot of big life changes have happened to me recently. Uh, last December, I graduated with my aerospace engineering degree. Wow. And I recently Ooh. got an entry-level engineering position at NASA, uh, making 70000 a year. Cool. He is a I, rocket scientist. Okay. <laughs> I also just got married last week, um, and my wife uh, makes 40000 a year. And we are about to finish baby step two. Um, we've been doing it for about four months. And crazy enough, we have paid off $40,000 in debt by selling my fancy truck and everything else. Way to go. <laughs> um, my question is, my wife and I have always had this dream of owning like 15, 20 acres of land, uh, having cattle, goats, chickens, having a bunch of kids. Um, and if you were in my shoes, how would you go about doing this? We would love to build a house, um, but we know in the past you said that's not really optimal um, for first-time home buyers. Uh, we were even thinking about just buying the land, you know, putting an RV on the land for a year or two, and then slowly building a house. Just what are your thoughts on all this, and how would you go about doing this? Okay. Um, so you got married when? Last week. <laughs> <laughs> So we always have wanted, yeah, for a week. Um, yeah. Please tell me you're not on your honeymoon right yeah. now. Okay. No, we're, we're not. Con congratulations, by the way. A lot of wonderful things. So you're what, 23, 24? Uh, 27. I was in uh, school for eight years, mm -hmm. um, changed major once, and okay. then I had to drop out. And how old is she? Stuff, but came back. She is 26. Okay. All right. Um, we have done a lot of sacrificial things in our lives 
been married 41 years to hit our goals. Uh, never once was one of them my wife considered that she would live in an RV for one of my goals. That never that was never one of the possibilities. Um, like, not a freaking chance. Okay, I'm just saying. So rent an apartment first or something. I don't know. So uh, I could be wrong, but that might – you guys really want a piece of land, and I think that's wonderful. I like dirt, too. I've got some dirt myself. And um, – uh, but uh, – yeah, the living in the RV thing, and unless she's a uh, an unusual lady, that's probably not her dream. That might be your. Well, it's actually her idea, believe it or not, and I'm all for it. But okay. uh, an unusual. Well, lady. I just yeah, you know, don't believe. But okay, I mean, I didn't believe it till you said it, so I believe I believe what you say. But all right, um, it's uh, what would I do? I don't know what you'll do because you're willing to do things I'm not willing to do. And my wife is not willing to do, namely living in an RV. Okay. And so uh, at any stage of our life, no matter how sacrificial we've been or how broke we've been, that never was on the list. So, uh, uh, I mean, we've lived in some dumpy one-bedroom apartments to get there, but never did do that. Not saying one's better than the other. I'm just saying not something that Sharon's going to do. So anyway, all that to say, we would buy a nice starter home that is very generic because generic homes is not unusual, in other words. Uh, they go up in value more uh, likely than weird homes. And um, then we would get that thing, and we'd pay it down as fast as we could pay it down. Somewhere along in there, we'd save up some money and pay cash for the land. Uh, we'd sell the house, uh, and we'd rent while we built on the land. And that would be the two-step procedure that we would do. And it's we did that, but we did it over a number of years uh, I wouldn't think it's going to take you guys that long. But, I mean, your first place, it just feels uh, like bad relational advice for me to tell you, as Dave Ramsey, that your first home after you've been married a week should be an RV. Well, there's there's a fairy tale element to this. It's like, we just got married. This is our dream to have this land and this house with lots of kids. And um, oh, I love all I would all live of that. under a bridge for you yeah. until I'm under the bridge. Well, there's, I, I want them to have all that, but I, I agree with bridge. you, Dave, because, because at least if you go somewhere, you get a small starter house first or, you know, whatever that is, at least it has the ability to appreciate some value over time yeah. while you're saving. Yeah. Yeah. We know that RV is not going to do that. That's a good point. You know, so there's point. that piece of it. And then either way, there's going to be some time that you're going to wait here because you've got to buy the land. So you may as well wait. In a house. In a home. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would just buy something very boring, kind of. Yeah, very boring. And make that boring. your first home and concentrate on uh, your first year of marriage. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a scripture in the Old Testament that talks about in First Samuel that the warriors in, the, in, in Israel in the time of Samuel uh, were not allowed to go to war their first year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of, yeah. of marriage. They were required to invest in their marriage for the first year. So, um, and at times I built uh, several homes with my wife over the years, and at times it's it's sim- similar to war. <laughs> so, <laughs> I see where you're going with this. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> no, I mean the last the last couple have been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the first one we about killed each other, but the uh, um, yeah, and the decorator I almost had the decorator assassinated, <laughs> but I found out that was illegal. So um, yeah, you can't do that, Dave. But the um, 
Yeah, so that's you, you. It's really getting to know each other and spending your energy on the project of relationship building instead of the project of home building. That's so true. And that's that's just good. Uh, first year of marriage. Try to try to take on as few complicated and large projects as possible. I agree. In the first year. Um, there's enough to deal with just your mother-in-law. I mean, there's just that. And so <laughs> you or, are correct. Or her mother-in-law, or I don't know your mother. I don't, I mean, whatever, you know, I don't know. It's something. It could be a mother. It could be a father. You could have an overbearing, controlling father like my kids. And so, <laughs> you know, that, that could happen. But yeah, I mean, you got to learn to deal with it. And I, yeah. you, you can do all of that, Joshua, but you're a, you're, you're a very precise minded individual and, um, I suspect uh, the project of building a home will be very precise for you. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I really want you to precisely, and I, if you were my son, I would tell you to not do anything for you. Yeah. Just like you heard me say before. And if you did do something, it would be a boring little starter house. And then let's make the building on the land the step two, That's second right. home, second home. And it's gonna, it's still going to be fun. Yeah. The whole process oh, is going to be fun. You've got time. You, you guys time. are, yeah, it's going to be fun. And, you know word of the wise goats aren't as fun as they sound like they are open phones at 888-825-5225 you jump in we'll talk about your life and your money now i will get hate mail from the goat people but um there we go <laughs> i hadn't offended as many people today so i thought it just add to the list you did, you did and all right that's the process so it, it's a good thing like i talked to a couple uh i remember gosh many years ago on the show and it was the first time i ran into this they were worth about two million dollars mm-hmm. and they did what he's talking about got the was, land, got i was the kind of in awe of them and that what they did they bought a a five thousand dollar single wide extremely used trailer and stuck it on a piece of land mm-hmm. and lived there until they saved up three hundred thousand dollars cash and then they built a cash house That's and pretty cool. and fast forward we're sitting with them they're not even 30 and they're worth over a million dollars with a paid for cool. three hundred thousand dollar house on a nice track of land mm-hmm. They were down in the Alabama area at the time. And that was the first time I'd heard somebody going that extreme. And they're like, you're going to love this. And I'm like, yeah, I love that you did it. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm no, Sharon was not going to do that. That was not on her list. And I don't, it's not wrong. There is a level of sacrifice that you're going to endure. Mm-hmm. The depth of it will, the deeper, the faster you're propelled. But the depth of it is your choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And the fact that they did a $5,000 RV. It was a single wide. Yeah. Yeah. Worse. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org budget. That's chministries.org budget. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. George and Carol are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Fine of you, Dave. 
We're doing great. Better uh, than we deserve. Same here. Same here. <laughs> Welcome. Where do you live? San Antonio, Texas. All right. Fun. How much debt have you paid off? Paid off $620,000. How long did that take? It took us 39 months. 30? Wow. Yeah, I've got it. Well, this is a lot. That's a lot. And your range of income during that uh, three years and three months? Uh, we started out at uh, 313000 and ended at 348000 Goodness gracious. What do you all do for a living? Uh, I'm a retired soldier, 30 years Army, mm-hmm. retired, uh, medically retired. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 25 years retired air force mm-hmm. wow and that's the this is all retirement income no and also well i retired in um, 2010 and they picked me up as doing the same thing i re, i get in, individuals deployed ah that is okay. my job I, civil service oh okay all right so all of that combined wow yes sir well thank you for your service both of your career then wow yes, sir. Yeah. in san antonio definitely that makes sense okay very cool whoa so six hundred and twenty thousand. Uh, that's your house. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look at it, weird people. You are debt free, baby. Yeah, I love it. What's this house worth? Uh, A million dollars now. Wow! <laughs> Come on, somebody. I love it. And you got this fabulous military retirement. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your service mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And uh, you got other nest egg built. Yes, sir. How much? So we have over seven hundred thousand dollars in okay. retirement. Wow. We have. Um, so you're worth around two million dollars then. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow! 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 Because of you. Uh, no, because of you. I didn't do any of it. You, I didn't you do any out. of it. You helped us tighten the shot group. Man. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. That's something. Yeah. Put those rounds down range in the right direction. I like it. <laughs> I have to be transparent with you, Dave, because at first I did not want to do it. I was totally. Yeah, but she might it. tighten the shot group, so you need to be careful. <laughs> this is not a lady you want to mess with, I can tell. <laughs> so, how did she get you to do it other than threatening you with a shot group? Well, believe it or not, uh, I have to give it to uh, two couples. Uh, a Jazz and Chris Brown and Leonard and Pam Turner. Uh-huh. Uh, Jazz and Chris Brown, they came to our house and taught us FPU for nine weeks. Wow. One on one because I was totally against it. Whoa. Force fed you. Dedication. Fed, yes. And once we got aboard, I was hook, line, and sinker. Okay. So, how many weeks into you being force fed did it turn into? You were the you, you were gang on game on. I say on the third week. Okay, wow. when I had to cut those credit cards. Out. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, what kind of friend does that? That's a friend. That sure yeah. is. We were in the same life group. We had a IRS debt. We were married eight years ago. Today's our anniversary. Oh, happy Congratulations. anniversary! When we were married, we didn't join our income. Mm-hmm. So we were just living paycheck to paycheck. When the bills came in. We paid him. He paid his bills. I paid my bills. But 39 months ago, we had, well, it was four years ago, we had an IRS debt over Mm $11,000. And so I said, hey, baby, slow down on the spending because we owed IRS $11,000. And about a week after that, I was at home and a pallet of mulch was dropped off at the house. And I called him up and asked him how much it was he paid over seven hundred dollars for this mulch and we still owe the irs and i lost my mind (laughs) (laughs) 
And that, and that was my I've had it yes, moment. Yes, it was. And here comes the force feeding. Yes. Yeah, that was my I had a moment. At the time, I was volunteering at the homeless shelter, and every story was the same with the women. Um, husband died, or husband used up the entire nest egg, and you look up, and now she's homeless. And that wow. wasn't going to be me. Mm-hmm. I see it in my family. I saw it with my grandmother. She died with debt. I see it with my mother, who's a widow who's in dire need of money without mm. an estate, I did not want that to be me. You've you got to love it that it's a... Saw uh, all of that in the mulch. A pile yes. of yes. mulch, yes. so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that, that, yeah, that pile of manure will get your attention. It sure will. Oh, that's fun. Now, that I remember fabulous. you guys. I met you guys on a coordinator rally, right? Yes. yes. So how did that transformation happen to where someone's force-feeding you FPU? Now you're doing and it. And now you're doing it. Um, we had, a, again, Chris and Brad, uh, Jasmine Brown, they were teaching the course in our church. So my wife was like, hey, we want to do that as well. Mm-hmm. So we joined them, um, did a co-host mm-hmm. guest with them. Mm-hmm. And after that, we were like, hey, we need to do one of our own. I love it. Wow. So, what church you go to? Now we're at Covenant Church in San Antonio, okay. Texas. Well, thanks for teaching it. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it very, very much. Our church is also debt free in this. Woo-hoo! I love it. I love it. You guys are a force to be reckoned with. Uh, what do you tell people now that you're coordinating? You pay off six hundred and twenty thousand in three years and some change. Oh my gosh! House and everything worth two million dollars. Retired military. You're living the American dream. Man. Tell them how to become debt free. What'd you do for that three years? We joined forces. Mm-hmm. We got on a budget, mm-hmm. and we tightened up our shot group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything we, else was secondary to that. We mm-hmm. stayed gazelle intensity through the whole thing. We did not give up. <clears throat> and um, so, what we do now is, if I see someone, like say a plumber or electrician, come to the house, mm-hmm. I say, "Hey, uh, how's your finances?" And they'll talk to us a little bit. And then I'll go in. I'll grab one of your books. Mm. And I'll pass it to them and say, hey, um, you might want to read this. And so, <laughs> wow. So we're trying something. to give it back. Yeah. That's something. The Lord didn't give us all these resources to expend it all. That's right. Because yeah, we give that glory to God because if it wasn't for him, we would not be standing here at this time. No, that's, that's true. true. That's true for sure. Well done, you guys. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. You're heroes in so many ways. Beautifully, beautifully done. How's it feel to have no payments in the world? Outstanding. Free. Peace. No home. We're not, we're not in flight or fight mode yeah. anymore. Yes. Yeah, nice. no, no homeless shelter because of uh, a pallet of. <laughs> the, the BS. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in a position to help others, the widows, the orphans, the yeah. single parents, yeah. the homeless, clothe, feed. We're allowed to focus on um, our ministries. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You guys are beautiful. You're fabulous. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, we've got the uh, live and give box for you. It sounds like you've got good use for it. The Baby Steps Millionaires book, which you're living proof that that happens. You are Baby Steps Millionaires. And the Total Money Makeover book as well. And another Financial Peace University membership. You'll find a good use for that. I'm sure for someone coming into one of your classes that, that maybe that helps them get started. So very well done. You guys are amazing. George and Carol, San Antonio, Texas. Wow. 620000 paid off. House and everything, landing them in a $2 million net worth. Making 30, Did that in 39 months, making 313 to 348 Love military it. retirement plus continuing to work. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free. Yeah.
Oh, love it. Wow. I love it. <laughs> goals. So, yeah. Hashtag goals. All the years of doing this, I have never heard Titan the Shot group in, re- in reference to that. I've heard it when I'm on the shooting range, but I've never heard it in reference to that. Look, so, Carol, yeah, Carol is not messing group. around. Titan the Shot group. She, 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 she does not miss. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be downrange. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, what a great target. What a great job. Heroes, man. Very cool. Hey, you know, you're out there right now, and you're 19 or you're 20 years old. Uh, you're starting your military career. Did you listen to that, young man, young woman? Did you listen to that? Unbelievable. That's where those people are. And they did that serving their country. Mm-hmm. So beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful. Very well done. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Ecclesiastes 10.10. If the axe is dull and its edge unsharpened, more strength is needed, but skill will bring success. Henry Ford said, most people spend more time and energy going around the problems than trying to solve them. Dr. Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits, used to talk about uh, the tree beater. That if you sit, you know... uh, one lumberjack goes in with an axe, and he's knocking down, I don't know, make it up 20 trees a day. Uh-huh. And the next day, 20 trees a day. The next day, 20 trees a day. The other guy comes in, he's doing 20, 25 trees a day. Then he's doing 15 trees a day, then 10 trees a day. Mm. Finally, he goes over to the guy who's const- consistently doing it. And he said, what are you doing? He said, well, every morning I have to sharpen my axe. And you keep a sharp axe, the trees go down. Yeah, You, know, you keep, keep sharp. If the axe is dull and its edge unsharpened, more strength is needed, but skill will bring success, Ecclesiastes says. There you go. Good word. Must have been where he got that. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Annie is with us in San Francisco. Hi, Annie. How are you? Hi. I'm great. It's so nice to talk to you. You too. What's up? Um, All of a sudden, I got very nervous. That's okay. We've never (laughs) Um, lost a patient. How can we help? Good to Good to hear. Well, I'm trying to figure out if we should keep our earthquake insurance, yes. and I would love your advice. Yes. I okay. live in San Francisco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we are, so we are not in San Francisco. We are in a suburb of San Francisco. Doesn't matter. And specifically, okay. I mean, you're in an earthquake um, zone. We are, but it's, what I cannot figure out is why we are, we seem to be the only chumps in our $1.8 million house because all the houses here are insanely priced. We seem to be the only ones who have kept our earthquake insurance. I have talked to so many of my neighbors and our friends in this town. Nobody else seems to have purchased it or kept it once our our premiums went way up. Well, if they went high enough, I don't know what they are. I I guess I should have asked that. Um, I don't know what the, how, how high they are, but I mean, there, there are people that buy earthquake insurance in Tennessee. That's humorous. Yeah, because there's not been an earthquake well, I don't in Tennessee. Them because it's probably, but it's probably super cheap. Ours for the longest time, ours was about two thousand a year, and in the last couple of years, our premium's gone up to six thousand a year. So it's more expensive than yeah. our home. I mean, by far. So what would insurance. I mean? I, again, all insurance is probabilities. It's all statistics that establishes price. 
Okay. Right. And so what they're trying to determine, like for instance, it's, it's very difficult to get homeowners insurance of any kind in Florida now because of hurricanes. Right. Because right. the insurance right. companies have right. abandoned the state because of that. Um, one of the well, problems you guys are facing in California too. is a lot of the insurance companies have abandoned the state because your state government are idiots and the regulations are crazy. And so, uh, they've driven businesses out that, that they don't want to, they don't want to write in California because it's just too difficult mm-hmm. with the regulations. So I, that may be what's driving this up. It could be, but it could be just statistics that, okay, if we're a more, if we're an insurance company, we're going to cover a thousand million dollar houses, million eight hundred thousand dollar houses. What'd you say yours was then? Um, and on average out of a thousand of them, how much are going to have earthquake damage in a 10 year period of time, you know, then, mm-hmm. okay, that's 60,000 bucks. And so, the, you know, they're running the statistics down, mm-hmm. uh, or 600,000 bucks. They're running the stats down on actually that they actually make money on all insurance. If they do their statistics, right. All insurance makes money, but some of it's worth well, not so worth. Some of it's not worth the risk on our part. So we take it. Right. But so what's your household yeah, income? So- our household income, it depends on the year, but it's between three hundred and fifty and four hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. And so if 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 the house uh I mean what you gotta think about is just the probability uh what is the chances of a total destruction of this house while you live there. I mean, there have been severe earthquakes in the last what, hundred years in San Francisco, right? Two hundred years oh, for sure. Absolutely. Right. And it'll happen again, for sure. Yeah. I, I, and, and for that reason, actually, all of the insurers don't actually insure for earthquake in California. Right. We all have to get it if we want it through the California Earthquake Authority, which is like a public, you know, it's like a private. Public and that's the $6,000. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So like our state farm home insurance, they, well, they, they won't carve out earthquake. They don't. Ah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. they couldn't figure so, out, the, they couldn't figure out the probabilities on it. I, I have a right. I have a question in my mind yeah. and, and I could be totally wrong in my mind I'm thinking okay 1.8 million dollars this is going to cost me 500 bucks a month I feel like I would just do it for the probability of living where there's so, such a pro- some some sort of damage even if it's not catastrophic right with your income right. and I know the ratios you know, are different in San Francisco but I'm thinking with your income yeah. How big of a piece? How big a piece of five hundred of your world is five hundred dollars a month? It's not because it makes you make it three hundred grand. It's not. You it just didn't nice want to feel like a chump. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no one wants to be a chump. Like, I mean, that I do. I feel like a chump because all of these other people who have incomes, you know, either around ours or north of ours, you know, they don't seem to have it. And but if there's an earthquake, they're going to be the chump. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it, it's a matter, it's just a matter of probabilities. What do you chance? I mean, in, in the, how long are you going to live in this house? You know, I'm gonna live there 10 years. Yeah. What's the chances of a, of a total loss in that 10 year period of time? No one knows obviously, but that's how you would decide if you're a chump. And so it doesn't make you a chump. It's uh, to buy it or for that matter, not to buy it. They have mm-hmm. chosen the other people to become self-insured. Mm-hmm. They're taking the risk themselves. Obviously you're already aware of that. Mm-hmm. And so like, I've got a friend that ha- has a house, um, on the beach in uh, Mexico. Okay. They, mm-hmm. the area that he's in has small 
uh, tropical storms, and occasional small hurricanes. The house is almost mm-hmm. totally concrete because it's built for that area. And so if a hurricane comes through there, it's going to like blast his furniture, yeah. blast the windows out. But the rest of the house will be mm-hmm. just fine. And uh, he priced hurricane insurance down there, and it was ridiculous. I mean, it was like $25,000 a year. And he's like, nah, mm-hmm. I'll just self-insure it. And he's got plenty of money. He can re- If the whole stinking thing blows down, he can, he can build it back. It. Yeah. Right? But he's just like, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to put hurricane shutters on it. I'm going to take care of the house. And, you know, he was describing it all to me. It made sense. It made sense that he's taking the risk. But he can take the risk. So if you if the house fell down, do you have a mortgage on it? We have about three hundred and seventy-five thousand left on it. Yeah. I was what, ask, what's your net worth? I was just about to ask. Um, depending on which way the wind blows, we're between five point three and five point seven. So this is not. It no doesn't one? ruin your life. This if is the house falls. This down. is just a peace argument. Do, is it giving you peace or is it not giving you peace? It, will having it make you sleep better at night? Will not having it make it, it make gives, you sleep better at night? Oh, that's a good question, Jade. It gives me peace. Okay. Then you're um, not a chump. It also makes me feel like I'm a chump. You're not a chump. I'm the only one who thinks I, I will mathematically tell you you're not a chump. You freaking live in San Francisco. Earthquakes yeah. occur, okay? You're not a chump. Okay. You're not You're not getting messed over. If you told me 60000 a year, I'd be going, you're getting yeah. messed over. But 6000 no, you're not. Uh, it did go way okay. up, but the reason it went way up is the more the uh, in, insurance companies got hammered. Mm-hmm. By California yeah, yeah. claims on earthquake. That's why they quit writing it. And then the only way to get it is get it through a socialized thing with the state, a public-private right. mm-hmm. socialism. And so, yeah, that's the only way you can get it. And that's part of what – that's the only way you can get dead gum insurance in Florida right now. Just about – there's just a few companies writing it. Very difficult. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, it's the exact same thing. It's the probability of the event becomes hard to predict so the insurance companies aren't going to cover it. Yeah. So I don't – I mean, I know a lot about actuarial tables, and I don't think you're a chump. But I don't think you'd be a chump if you self-insured it either. It's not a you're not you're not measurably dumb either way. (laughs) It's just no fun writing a five hundred dollar check every month to something that is very fluid. (laughs) That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.